Hello and welcome to the Lancet podcast. I'm Richard Lane on Wednesday, October the 7th. This podcast is going to focus on the PRECISE trial, a study published online first, concerning the potential of glatimira acetate for the treatment of multiple sclerosis. The PRECISE trial is a multi-centre international phase 3 randomised trial to assess whether glatimira acetate given by injection for patients who have already experienced clinically isolated syndrome can delay the onset of a secondary clinically isolated syndrome and indeed of multiple sclerosis itself. Earlier, I spoke to Professor Giancarlo Comi, lead author of the PRECISE trial. He is based at the University of San Rafael in Milan, Italy. The interim analysis of the trial performed when uh, uh, the mean exposure of patients to treatment was 2.4 years, and 81% of the entire data have been already collected. Uh, reveal a significant efficacy of uh, glatiramer acetate. So, for ethical reasons, the external advisory board decided to uh, recommend that the placebo amortizer be stopped and all placebo patients will be given the opportunity to receive active treatment with glatiramer acetate. Now, the trial is continuing because we will follow the patient until the fifth year because then we will be able to compare if the patients who received immediate active treatment versus those who received the active treatment with about 2.4 years of delay will maintain at year five some advantage. And can you just briefly summarize the results from the PRECISE trial? First of all, the design of the trial was performed in a very good way. We had a very small proportion of patients uh, with uh, treatment discontinuation. The baseline characteristic was very similar in the two arms, so the randomization process worked quite well. The primary point of the study was the time to second attack, and uh, the analysis revealed a 45% risk reduction for the conversion to uh, clinically definite multiple sclerosis and an increase of 3, 8, 6 days, uh, that means 115% increase in time to occurrence of the second attack. So, two advantages. There was a reduction significant reduction in the proportion of patients having a second attack, but also those who had the second attacks had the second attack delayed by more than one year. And so it's quite easy to understand that uh, this was a quite big change in the risk of having uh, an active disease. Moreover, the MRI data, MRI were performed every three months, and the MRI data uh, showed a highly significant reduction in the number of active lesions accumulated during the study. It doesn't matter the type of analysis, uh, the way to compute uh, active lesions. All the data were exactly in the same direction. All the data were significant, showing a decrease of both new enhancing lesions, new T2 lesions in a very coherent way in the trial. And, of course, it was also important to show that uh, the drug was very well tolerated. There was nothing new compared to what we already know from the use of glatiramine acetate, which uh, is there since more than 20 years now.
There were some side effects as though associated w- with the glatirum acetate uh, group, weren't there? Well, there was uh, no new or uh, unexpected adverse side, uh, side effects. The side effects were the local site of ingestion uh, with some local uh, uh, reaction as it uh, happens. And also uh, some patients uh, uh, had the so-called systemic reaction, which is a reaction that takes place immediately after the injection, characterized by a shortening of the breath and uh, some uh, um, uh, modest dyspnea, and, uh, uh, and uh, everything usually lasts a few minutes. This is quite common in, in patients taking this drug without any consequence in any case. Some very encouraging results there. Were they unexpected and what happens next? Do these results need confirmation or are we in a position now where the guidelines for treatment and, and clinical practice itself could be changed to accommodate glatirum acetate into therapy? Of course. I think these data are more than sufficient to have the approval from the uh, European and North American uh, health authorities for the use of these drugs in multiple sclerosis. The very interesting point here is that in the last uh, two, three years, there have been some head-to-head trials comparing glatiramel acetate versus different type of interference. And the results of these head-to-head trials showed that glatiramel acetate has the same efficacy than interferon beta and the same safety profile. Now this uh, study shows that also in the very early phase of the disease, glatiramel acetate is active and uh, in indirect comparison with the results of uh, the use of interferon beta in the same population of patients uh, do indicate that uh, the level of activity is the same. It is very important because now we have the possibility since the beginning of uh, the disease to start immediately a treatment. And why this type of situation is so important? Because there is now a general consensus that early treatment is the fundamental strategy to fight multiple sclerosis. We have absolutely no reasons to wait to start the treatment as soon as we know that the patient has this type of disease. And because in, in the vast majority of the cases, particularly when you have MRI positivity, we know that uh, the patient has already multiple sclerosis, even if there was only one attack, uh, this type of condition uh, give us the opportunity now to treat really immediately patients without losing time. Well, Professor Comey, it's a very interesting study. Thank you very much indeed for sparing the time to talk to The Lancet. Thank you so much also for contributing to disseminate this very important information. Well, many thanks to Professor Comey for joining me on the line from Italy and to you all for listening. We'll see you next week.